to win in style, we've done it for a while, it's better to aim very high, then our football story will echo with glory. Hello and welcome to the final Euros podcast of of 2016. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't planned this. Um, I'm a, I'm Andrew or ASD. Where, who are you? I'm Andrew or Stato. I'm Stato. It is. Um, let's talk about the final. The, the most boring final you've ever seen. It wasn't a good one, was it? I, th- I think the tournament got the final it deserved. <laughs> really? Oh, I think so. That wasn't for me. It wasn't a vintage tournament. Well, what? Rose-tinted spectacles aside, which, yeah. which are the vintage, and if they are all pre-96 or 96 and before, can we ever have a tournament like you're talking about? Oh, yeah, you can. I just, I think the format for this one meant that teams, as long as they stayed in games, could be as part of the tournament. You've got teams like Northern Ireland, and this is not in any way disparaging to them, but we're trying to not lose games too heavily, i.e. the Germany game. If they only lost by one, they'd be pretty sure they were going to get through. And that was, you know, they've got one win, they've got one draw. It, it, to me, it was just, it wasn't, or yeah. other teams that had got one win and one draw, were, you know, that's enough for us. Too and many there teams? There wasn't enough teams on the front foot. I, th- I thought there was too many teams. Um, I'd certainly said this probably on Twitter, but, you know, quite vocally, before the tournament, that 16 teams is right for Europe. You don't want half your teams from your confederation coming to the party. You mm. want about a quarter, because within reason, the cream rise to the top in qualification but you also get a fluctuation where the Netherlands wouldn't have qualified even if it had been yeah. you know a 32 team tournament probably <laughs> they were so terrible um, whereas other teams like Iceland and Wales had fantastic qualification periods and Northern Ireland and qualified by right yeah. but I thought there was a dilution of quality we didn't see as many good matchups. Yeah, that's and I, fair. I think where you had not the best Germany side not the best Spain side we've ever had they might have been forced to get more of out of themselves mm. you know in that group stage Germany seemed to be settling for a point against Poland because they knew they'd go through with four points having already won their opening game mm. that's not that's really the way it? the Germans no. play they're, they're a bit more ruthless than that and, yeah. and I don't like the head to head rather than goal difference yeah, there's an argument either. in previous competitions it's about who can whoop the, the you know the yeah. minnow well there aren't minnows anymore yeah, yeah. in these competitions but Italy knew they were through however many goals they lost by and however many goals Belgium lost by in their last game. So yep. they could afford to put out their second side. Ireland only won the game, the Republic of Ireland won that game because Italy had you know, not strengthened. Yep. And it's, then Ireland get through as a butterfly one of the qualifiers. Right? Yeah, and it's things. not, you know, it, it's spoilt it in a way for me. I like to see a clear cut two in, you know, two out, two in. Yeah. And, and there's progression from there. I, I think I. I, I totally agree um, the final I, it didn't go the way I thought it was going to go both in the way it was played and the final result I mean it it, it it got better when Ronaldo in terms of Portugal's tactics I felt when Ronaldo went yes. off and they, they were certainly more structured without him they're so reliant on him it's, it seems that all the players around him aren't willing to take you know the the pressure on themselves where it's an easy ball to Ronaldo mm. give it to Ronaldo and one of the things I kept on being told on Twitter is you're not allowed to hate him you have to respect his work ethic you have to expect his sportsmanship <coughs> respect his sportsmanship instead of bit of me that hates him he's a he's very much a pantomime villain though mm. isn't he there, there is no doubt that you would well I don't think there's a doubt maybe everyone differs from me but that you would want him if he was available in your side mm. but there is an element to his game 
the child it seems childish in many ways mm. his reactions to some of the things the interviews I'm not so fussed about people thrust a, a microphone in front of you, your face well also know. they had slagged him off as well and, and published lies about him yeah in the, the, the way we threw the, the, into the microphone mic. yeah. into the lake yeah that guy wasn't a sports reporter he was a a tabloid you no. know dirt digger and he effectively worked for the sun yeah it's scum. you know it's maybe the Portuguese paper called the cloud or something <laughs> but you know he, there's a pantomime element to him so yeah. you know it's it's he's a fantastic talent and the thing is he, he um, maybe he's just because he's changed his style so much he was a devastating winger before yeah. just destroying well really choppy taking people on long shots now he's he's a poacher he's almost a Van Nistelrooy right but he, he just scores goals that's what he does well, he just exactly. gets goals it's hard to criticise a guy who who does do that and you know if, if people say they're a one man team well he's got them to these heights they're a perennial semi-finalist in tournaments I mean if England had a record half as good as theirs mm. in the last 20 years and I think I'd, I'd be quite happy with that yeah. um, you know I, I was at Euro 2004 in Portugal and they got mugged you know they, they were the footballing side of that they had a very young Ronaldo 19 or so um, and the Greeks did an even more defensive job yeah, yeah. Than, than maybe Portugal have done but you know defending's an art form and no yeah, one's yeah. been able to break them down and, it's football. and hurt them people defend you know, you've got to get through them we've seen the best of Pepe in the last couple of weeks I mean Champions League final he, he was at his appalling worst <laughs> yeah. with you know a flailing finger would be met with a you know reaction of a yeah. you know being hit by a 10 ton bus or something and Plattenberg, who seems to be the referee for all the big occasions these days, he seems to be the first. He's been favourite. there for all of those, and uh, you know he saw it as what it was in the uh, Champions League final. And, but it was a shame to lose Ronaldo during the game. It was purely an accident. I mean, there's no way Paye intended to do that because if you're if you're going to hurt someone, you generally get their the non-standing foot. You get the ball that's you know the yeah. foot that's striking the ball, and he you know slid in a challenge and 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 smashed knee against. Um, Ronaldo's and it was his standing foot so it bore all of his weight yeah, and yeah. if uh, you know reports are to be believed he's done damage to his medial ligament he'll have known that instantly yeah. but he, you know, he couldn't and have continued knees are the ones that, that go really easily right because you put so much strain and exactly. you, you strengthen you know, the muscles next from to from being a well. runner and yeah I'm and still injured from, from my stupid run two yeah. years ago from that um, it's not often you see Hugo beaten from outside the box at all, I, I can no. Especially I mean, it was a great. Floor. It was a great finish. I mean, technically, it was right in the corner. I mean, mm. Hugo stretched as far as he could have done. Yeah. Um, the only criticism I'll give of Clattenburg was he got the yellow card wrong a few moments before for Koscielny with a handball. Mm. And had Koscielny not been on a yellow, he might have well just given away a cheap free kick and taken the yellow card. Yeah. Then that wasn't an option to him at the time. But it, it was a great strike, and you know, it's he's the guy who wasn't the the. The hero he wasn't expected to be, yeah, and he's actually come through. So you know, fair play to them for that. Like France it. didn't deliver though, did they? They started well for five no. or ten minutes. We talk, we've got a WhatsApp group with all the podcast boys, and we one of the things I said in it um, was I I really respect the job that Pogba's done for playing deeper when yeah. he's, he's typically a more forward player, and it actually he's left the space for Griezmann, Payet. He didn't do much. They, they, it's. England didn't know their best team so it's hard to mm. criticise France who got to the final not knowing theirs but they missed Kante as the holding man but when he's played Griezmann's played wider yeah um, Sissoko that was the first competitive game that Sissoko had played for France and they'd lost 
So, you know, I wouldn't say he's the problem, but it's fitting everyone in the right place. And there is a need for the Giroud type because Griezmann couldn't play up top on his own. But when he's mm. there, they don't play a 4-4-2 with a man up with him. Yeah. So that forces Griezmann wide and he's been less effective. So, But the yeah. best, best managers are the ones who get, get the most found these problems. Yeah. Diego Simeone's not had a problem, you know, getting Griezmann. No, no, no. He's a fantastic That's talent, cool. isn't he, Griezmann? I mean, he, we've known about him for a while and he's got better and better and better, but he's, he's a superstar. I just wonder where he'll probably still be of Atleti next year. But where I imagine it? so, because being you know Champions League finalists, they might be deemed to be the third strongest team in Spain, but they are pushing for the title every year. They are, you know, that's yeah. it's, a, it's a glorious life living up there in Madrid, I'd imagine. Uh, well, let's, let's just talk about it. I mean, the... the the final was fairly dull. Congratulations, Portugal. France didn't perform as well as they could have, and Portugal did really, really well. I mean, that, that's about it. Um, let's talk about the tournament. I've got, we've got some awards. Goal of the tournament. That's a hard one because, and you know, last night's goal was a fantastic one. But the BBC did their eight. Yeah, I mean, and there it, were six contenders there. I genuinely thought there were there were some that. Let's go through. How Robson Kanu, the turn and the, uh, the opening the body and the, the left foot shot. Um, Pascal Courtois that's the only one I want to talk about <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got uh, you must have um, Shakiri's overhead kick yeah N- I've actually seen all the Nangolins Thunderbars my personal favourite was Payet's goal in the first game yeah. against Romania um, there are those who think there's you should include context as to what the goal meant etc and yeah um, but I just thought on its ability alone that arrowing shot yeah. off his wrong foot into the top corner for me was a fan- fantastic goal but yeah there was there was some some good goals throughout the tournament but it wasn't as spectacular or as, it as plentiful as we'd hoped no Jabulani really, just flying in no, left right and centre no the crossing was abysmal as it well there were, f- well, there were no too strikers. few headers well, there were no strikers that's playing. very true that's like, very true maybe that's a there were still crosses in games, even though there and weren't target men there to, no. and to utilise them. But and he scored a Ronaldo scored a head against now. Wales. Actually, yeah. Coleman, you know, said it. Well, you know, the guy was touched tight. He couldn't have done much more. Sometimes we just got to say that's a fantastic leap. It reminded me of like the monsters from Space Jam. You know, where you just it, inhuman ability to stretch or yeah. jump or go fast. You know, we just couldn't do anything. I didn't like Nani's goal. Um, we're touching quite a raw nerve here but <laughs> Nani's goal and then he came out saying they were the better team they they may have been but they weren't 20 times better than Wales And it, yeah I mean we recorded the morning of the Wales game didn't yeah. we and Wales played like Eng- we played against England we yes. played two games like that overly defensive we weren't now Ramsey wasn't there obviously but um, I thought he played Johnny Williams instead of uh, King and yeah it I, just didn't work it struck a chord with me that maybe People have been saying, oh, Wales have got nothing to lose. But then they got to the point where we're in the semi-final. We're one step away. And finally, there was something to lose. Yeah. And in, in a, a certain aspect, they froze a bit and weren't oh, yeah. as natural and as fluid as they as they could have been. Well, we only got through because is, sorry, Israel was it drew away in Cyprus. Like We kept on losing. After beating Belgium 1-0, yeah. we were just losing You lost games. the impetus a bit yourself Massively, there. Yeah, yeah you, you, you lost in Bosnia, which again, right. there's no disrespect in that, but you qualified that night because of a result of that's Israel. Right. And that's right. You also jinxed by having to wear the uh, the charcoal grey or slate grey kit. Yeah, yeah. You're, um, uh, you're a kit... A kit nerd, I think it's fair. Of course, and proud. And proud, yeah. And Portugal and Wales being in their away kits in, was a massive insult to you, no? Oh, it was. It was an appalling affront. <laughs> Especially as UEFA then allowed 
Portugal and, and France to wear their home kits for the final. Yeah, common sense decision. Yeah. but that apparently met you know didn't meet their criteria for earlier in the tournament. Well, and France had to change against Switzerland's red. UEFA um, now and giving Wales warnings of bringing their kids on the pitch. I mean, what? Yeah, what I mean it's balmy. It's it's bonkers. You know, they, they they argue about the things that aren't as important. Yet you can get pyrotechnics in the ground, and yeah. there are a lot of pyrotechnics in this well, competition. Should... These things are in. Well, they're flares. You know, they're, they're, they're potentially dangerous. dangerous. Yeah, they're... And we're supposed to be in a hypercritical state of, you know, security alerts. But oh. tell you what, it has been amazing. Is one. I mean, there were over a hundred thousand people in the middle of France, and there were no terrorist attacks. I mean, if I was a yes. terrorist, I would have gone for it. So, um, congratulations to the French police for that. Um, nice to see they weren't on strike as well, which everyone air else traffic control air work traffic control work. So that led to some interesting journeys for people who'd bought flights and ended up on trains planes and um, and also the hooligan thing because like it wasn't just with Russia going out like you had the Croatian yeah. fans that was amazing how quickly that got dispelled so I have quite a lot of respect for UEFA for getting that done uh, goal of the tournament I'm going I'm going Robson Kanu because it, it context it just made me feel yeah. it made me feel something for the first time in 20 years bless him <laughs> <laughs> it got through the crack have you it got what's your for my, I, I thought Paez personally. Yeah, was I yours. was a big fan of Shakiri's, but I'm n- I hate overhead kicks. I really, really do. I really, really do. I don't know why. Is it that there's a sort of it, because hit it's, and miss element of it? It's, 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 it's one of those things where I know that they meant they meant to score a goal, yes, but they didn't yeah. meet. They couldn't have. It, they wouldn't hit that one every single time. Whereas um, Payet's goal, he does that nine times out of ten. I love it, but it was against Romania, and it, it was a winning thing. But how Robson Carnu was was incredible but I'm very I mean it biased depends in. how Welsh the person you're talking to is <laughs> in that game because <laughs> yeah. there were some people who said that he beat five men oh, yeah. with that turn alone I'm saying 11 it was three I'm saying a there's country there's no other way but it was three <laughs> people and that's quite an achievement in itself <laughs> for an, for uh, an, for an unemployed uh, man basically yes um, yeah I, I think he'll not struggle for a club no uh, and as you pointed out no. last week it, he, it was hit by his choice yes, he was unemployed yeah, he'd run his contract down at Reading so uh, um, goal of the tournament player of the tournament Griezmann sticks out purely Six because goals. of his you know of his contribution where it mattered you know, in a team that didn't score that many it really puts Platini's nine goals in one tournament oh, into contrast I mean, he was it? breathtaking because that was a smaller tournament that was only an eight yeah. team tournament so eight they teams. were the best teams around England had you know easily not qualified for yeah. that Denmark went through in our group and went on to be a great side for, for oh, four or five years there. Imagine a tournament of Italy, France, Germany, Spain, England, Wales, Portugal, I don't know, so one more, a, a another, Germany. Yeah. And sco- one person scoring nine goals yeah. in that tournament. What? He scored two hat-tricks. Oh. Um, you know, he scored some great free kicks in that. And it was a great French team, though, and that was... As good a midfield as I've seen, they had such balance and mm. Tigana, Jures, and Luis Fernandez, yeah, um, as, alongside Platini. They, they had a, a, a Giroud like striker who wasn't really scoring goals. They always seem to do that when they win a tournament. Stefan Givash, I don't think he scored a single goal in '98, yeah, but played every game and you know, Amazing. started it and he was their sort of talisman up front, yeah. but. You know, but yeah, it, Ronaldo had sco- equaled the number of goals scored in twenty games that Platini got in five. It's 
and it's rude, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's awful. <laughs> what um, achievement? So you'll play Renata, uh, you're going Griezmann? I'll go Griezmann for his goals. There was a bit of me that was... If if they had won, France had won, I would have gone Hugo. Cause, and again, I'm biased, but Hugo makes yeah. him... Like, goal-saving, like, he scored... He saved three goals, and... I, at least three goals, and that was incredible. I mean, obviously, there's some Welsh players, I think... I, don't, I wouldn't have given it to But Ronaldo. because there were less great games for us to compare, yeah. there were less opportunities for players to stand up and count. Yeah, agree, and, agree, agree. You know, and Thomas Muller, you know, it's incredible that he's had now, this is his third Euros, yeah. hasn't scored a single goal, yet he averages five at every World Cup he's played in. And, yeah. and that, to me, that seems utterly bonkers. But The performance of the tournament was when France played Ireland, no, Iceland was it Iceland and Pogba just ran the yeah, show yeah the 5-2 the 5-2 that, that, I mean that's crazy that it was 5-2 but the, uh, that was my that was my performance uh, we've got moment of the tournament uh, you know I like a moment but I always, yeah. I always forget them um, <laughs> you know being less memorable it was I mean for, for, for Wales fans p- presumably it will be something in that, header. that Belgium game I mean, that, was header. that moment of we're going to do it break, wake your kids up oh. Bobby Savage I I, I I cried. I, I'm not yes. I'm not ashamed to admit it. That I will I will never forget that. I was trying to explain to Emma, my my lovely wife. I'm not sure if I've ever named her on here before, but my wife. About the moments I felt that at Spurs, like yeah. that level, um, after being that tense. The the only time I can think about it, the Man United game this season was incredible, mm. um, but the AC Milan nil nil at home because that was, at two hours of horrendous. Tension, yes, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember, there was a West Brom game, maybe three or four years ago, where a fan died in the in the West Upper, like a granddad. Yes, do you remember I that? Remember. Um, I I would have died if I had any heart defect. I would have died in that game. And then the the moment of release when the whistle went off, it was the loudest I've ever heard White Hart Lane, and that was it. It reminded me of that where it was just total and utter, just joy like mm. you've never felt before. Um, that was it was lovely. Um, I don't like the Icelandic clap and I really 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 <laughs> really hope it doesn't come to Spurs I will not be that to me is another Mexican wave yeah it's, uh, it's there's an inevitability about it coming to to the English football Palace do it yeah because of the, the nature of their fan base you understand you know they, they've got this hardcore mm. um, is it the Homesdale yeah nice little lower league team like um, <laughs> 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 I mean obviously there's no cross pollination of their supporters listening to this yeah. but, <laughs> no. um yeah, I can imagine it does fit in with. Again, it's personally just a personal thing. The Y word. I don't understand why we use it. I don't personally use it. That's interesting. I try not to. Can I talk um, about my? Have you seen? Did you see my cock up? So I work for a company where everyone in the C-suite, everyone in the leadership positions, are Jewish. Uh-huh. When Ben Davis slid, I, you know, you do. Yeah. Um, which, and then one of them retweeted it with double question marks, going, "What?" I said, oh no no no! It's it's a it's a term we've taken back for Spurs as a football thing. She went, I know, and I find it quite offensive. Now that to me is really interesting because the Jewish people that I've I've met before who are Spurs fans have not had any problem with it. Yeah. Um, but I spoke to our CEO about it, who's also Jewish, and he supports the Arsenal, and he said, I used to find it offensive, but now I've just got used to it, um, and I don't really care about it anymore. But it's not for me and you, who are not Jewish, to decide whether it's offensive or not. And I, I definitely agree with that. And if, if some people think it's offensive then I, I'm I really I'm, you know, I'm not, not going to use it wouldn't anymore. use it but that's just a personal thing mm. um, people think it's part of our cu- I don't see any difference between singing yeah, yeah, why yeah. you wouldn't sing Spurs and sing our club's own nickname yeah. personally um, I understand those who, who disagree with me 
they're entitled to their opinion but I just don't join in with that even if it's in a song I'm singing I just yeah, know, yeah. drop out for one word and also, there's what um, on some Spurs forums, the some American fans get hammered for calling them the Spurs. Okay. But I was looking in my sticker book, my Premier League '96 '97 sticker book, and under uh, nickname is the Spurs. So oh, I think someone could be shot for that. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think there's been a, an oversight there. I mean, yeah. I think there's a team who moved to North London who <laughs> were renownedly or in league tables called the the Arsenal. Yeah. But I quite um, like them called the Arsenal. You know, I don't really care about them that much. Like they're just idiots. But it's like people say the Ukraine, and it, it's Ukraine. not necessary. It's, it's Ukraine. It's Ukraine. Yeah, I love but that. you know, it's but you know, different strokes for different folks. <laughs> Indeed, uh, we did have a tweet from oh, John Steggles. Oh, Steggles! Um, Steggles and he's uh, he was asking that on a I bet scale he's had of that every year, every day of his life, the Steggles Rex. <laughs> on a scale of one to ten, where one is garbage and ten is poor. Beyond words, how bad has this uh, tournament been? The moth of invasion aside, I don't think I'm naturally quite positive, right? That's, yep. that's my thing. Yeah, I understand that. I love bad football. Like I love boring <laughs> football because I love I love just seeing it. I, I just I just love football, and I just when you say boring football, I love a good nil nil. Me too. I love a good nil nil. You know, but, a good nil nil can be better than a scrappy one. You yeah, know, yeah, one yeah. nil, one one, or even a seven nil, which is just you know, a, 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 in, in, as a Tottenham fan, three two is the best scoreline yeah, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, um, <laughs> the eighty one cup final is probably the best example. You go one nil up, the other team equalise. Yeah. They go ahead, you pull it back, and then you get your winner. There, there isn't anything better than that. Under our dealers, it became four three, or you know. I'm going to look up the three twos that I've been in, I've seen at Spurs, but it's. First I just don't think there was a lot of excitement in the in the good in what were perceived to be the you know the top games. Yeah, you know Croatia Portugal. It was that that side of the draw where everyone went crumbs. This looks like Croatia are favourites to make the uh, you know make it yeah. to the final now, and they were favourites with some bookmakers because all the good sides had you know dropped into the other half and, and had to compete against each other. But then Croatia Portugal was a massive letdown of a game. Yeah, you're right. I you're mean that right. game. It didn't deserve the glory of a penalty shootout, but in many ways it didn't deserve someone to lose yeah. or someone to win it as they did yeah, in yeah, the 117th yeah. minute. Um, so go yeah. on, three twos for you that you've been to? I've been to one first team three Only two. Um, I'm going to tell you it was Stoke City. In fact, you should be able to get quite a lot of it because it was Stoke City. I'm pretty sure it was three two at half time. Okay. I remember. I think it was Crouch's first his game after he got sent off, and Crouch scored the couple. Let me have a look. And Huddleston. Um, well, I'll read out okay. Crouch, Crouch, Modric. Yeah. Okay. And do you remember that was the game where Etherington scored an amazing miss, yes. and then jo- Kenwin Jones scored a massive volley. I think Jim was at that game. My wife. No way. He's only ever been to two, uh, two football matches, and we got a bit of corporate hospitality that time because oh, nice. I'd been doing the refereeing yeah, yeah. for a few years at Tottenham, and they said, "Oh, if we've ever got." Any yeah, games yeah. that are undersubscribed, you, oh, you know, come along. And Stoke evidently wasn't as uh, exciting to the paying customers. Wow! I so we got seats in technically the West Stand. We were, had lunch in the Danny Blanche for our suite, but oh, then nice. we were so far towards the North Stand. We were in the in North the Stand corner, yeah. in all but nine. That's where I got um, Don chucked out uh, and banned for, a few for having for having alcohol. Drinks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll read the team. So we had Gomez, Bale, Kabul, Dawson, Choluka, Asericotu. Huddleston, Van der Vaart, Modric, Pav and Crouch. On the bench we had Kuzicini, Gallas, 
Kudicini, uh, Gallus, Bassong, Janus, Rose, Sandro, and Defoe. Well, it just it seems like a very Tottenham. I won't use the Spursy. No, no, very no. Tottenham sort of scoreline, and then more often than not, we've probably come out of the the wrong end of it. But I like that. You know, there's been up and downs, and there's oh, but. The Spurs score lines are my favourite things in the world. Like it's, it, you never know what you're going to get. I'll never walk into a game going, "We're going to win this," because you never, ever, ever. It's know. like we can, we're the only team and go to the Emirates and go two 0 up and then lose five two. Yeah, you know, having had a man sent off <laughs> at two 0 and you're just like, and then lose it again by the same score line. It's just heartbreaking. Sorry for bringing that up. No, no, no. It's I mean, still having therapy over it. Yeah, I don't want to. I, I still can't really. I haven't even seen those games. I know Bale scored the right footer with when we had the half black half grey kit remember yeah. that but then I, I don't remember any of the games I don't really want to talk about it the um, you've got a team of them have you got a team of I the tournament I kind of was looking I didn't know if we were going to go for a, yeah, a yeah. team of the tournament I'm, um, is Hugo in goal I have got Hugo in goal cool um, haven't got a left back I, I, it's not been that memorable in, no, the, in no, that no. same way that there haven't been standout performances no, by right. people or, or people consistently doing um so it's not that I'm, you know, going to play a weird and wonderful formation. Hmm. I'll say the Portuguese left back then. Um, if you're listening, fella, sorry, I can't remember your name. Again, it's not really been that kind of a tournament. Has uh, it? No, the, no, no. You know, uh, Kimmich has been, would look good for Germany. Yeah. Um, I'd have him as a fullback. Um, Pepe, I thought he's been outstanding for, for someone I thought very, very little of. We had no shenanigans, <laughs> and we've had a very good, solid, you know, tournament. And he didn't break the Welsh Hearts because he was injured for that. Yeah. Um, this is true. No Williams. Centre half from Iceland, who we're being linked with. Oh, Ragnar. The, yeah, yeah. Um, Sigurdsson. Yeah. Um, he was quite um, rough and ready, but I liked like, him. We like a bit of that. Um, I like a. Holding midfielders to me don't have to be run around and kick people types. Yeah. Not that Eric Dyer does only that, <laughs> but you can also be someone who just never gives away possession and dictates the tempo of your team. Yeah. So I'd probably have uh, Tony Cruz from Germany. Not Joe Allen. Not Joe Allen. But Joe Allen made the team in the tournament. Yeah. He's Joe Allen. He's world class. <laughs> made the team in the tournament. I, I'm a big fan of uh, Joe Alaninho. Or, uh, you okay, know, I'm, yeah. I'm a big fan. But naturally, I'm a big fan. Taffy Perlow. Taffy Perlow. <laughs> He's only 26. He doesn't he look older than that, He Mind doesn't you. wear a beard well either. No, he doesn't. He, he looks like he's trying to do, like, role play of Lord of the Rings and it's not worked yeah. out well for him. Um, I was a f- big fan of Perisic. Um, up until um, Croatia went out, um, Modric just you know he missed Modric, a game or two so and wasn't good. quite as yeah. quite as good. Um, Paye was outstanding, yeah. um, although tapered off a bit. Um, he just he needs me. space, doesn't he? And he doesn't defend yeah. well either. Um, I'd have him on one side with Ronaldo. You know he did score some goals in the end. Yeah. He uh, he was a, a leader in some games. You got no Welshman because I can see who's up front. Have you and yeah, Griezmann up front. So no Ramsey. Okay, so I'm going to have no Bale. Neil Taylor as my left back. <laughs> Neil Taylor for his goal scoring Williams. as well. <laughs> what a shocker! I would have Ashley Williams in there, Ramsey and Bale, but each to his own, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Bale instead of Ronaldo, definitely. Really? Yeah, Ronaldo. He only wi- took a couple of free kicks that should have been saved. I mean, and he they forced really the goal. They really should have been saved. But he, it was a good cross. The the, the strikers the one forced the and it brought back all those Inter Milan memories. Okay, you know. yeah, that's allowed. You, you know, yeah, I mean. so we could have had like, all, all the experts or people who'd had something to do with Spurs in there. But um, 
That's it. That's hard work picking that team. I mean, it was usually it's who do we drop? And yeah, it, <laughs> now it it's was, just oh, oh, come on. Think of any left backs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, game of the tournament. Wales Belgium is it? For it, me? it was a it was a really good. It was a really good. I've got to say, I've, I drank a lot during this tournament. <laughs> this tournament was brought to me being involved in Carlsberg greatly. Um, I've also fallen asleep in more football matches than uh, I can yeah. ever remember, and that could be something to do with having two young children I, for I the believe first so. time in a in a tournament. But um, I I fell asleep yesterday. I couldn't. I, I didn't see the goal. I, I was so bored and very tired. Mm. I went to a wedding. Cool. Uh, any more on the tournament? It, it is a bit of a not a letdown. It's just a bit of a, a damp squib to finish. I think France have been magnificent in such an emotional time yes. for them. I think yeah. they've organised it really well. I think David Guetta was a massive disappointment. <laughs> uh, I, well, not even a disappointment. He, he delivered exactly what he, he was only just ever going to deliver. Him was enough for uh, to spoil it for some. Um, but we've been, it's been through from the Russian hooligans, which was a, a standout moment because that was awful at the time, you know. And if you um, to to the, the resurgence of Wales to Iceland there's been some really memorable things but not a memory in particular apart from no and uh, we, I put out a question on Twitter earlier asking uh, for any questions for today and Zach uh, our good friend from America came oh, back yeah. with does the fact that Portugal won with them getting out of the group stages because of the new rules yeah. by coming through they didn't as a win third place, the fun until the um, does that sour their win and I wouldn't say it sours their win because everyone uh, had the opportunity to win in exactly, the way they did the format was there you know, everyone took advantage of it. I'd, I'd argue that teams would have played slightly differently in games I would argue that had too. they known there were only two spaces up for grabs. But they played to the um, shame, so I loved it. You know, you know, it was. Yeah, Portugal's manager was asked if, if he'd rather see an attractive uh, team at home or play Dowley and still be in the competition. And you know, he's gone home with the winners' medal. So yeah, in, in five years, we won't. Well, next year, we won't remember how bad the football's been. We'll remember Ronaldo as well. Oh, we're still remembering how bad Greece were. So. Possible. This is true. This is this is true. Possible. Um, so the predictions league, which oh I think God. I should bring up because this uh, ties back in with the hammering I got when I wasn't here, and we talked about <laughs> alleged fantasy league, which, as you know, I've said before, <laughs> yeah. I still play fantasy league by the Daily by Telegraph the <laughs> rules of 1992. Yeah, and it I mean, would appear. The rules have changed slightly, and you shouldn't ever have Joe Hart as your goalkeeper, Jack. Right in the last twenty-four years, <laughs> yeah. So um, we did a predictions competition where thirteen listeners and presenters um, entered, and uh, ASD, you were second from last. That's good. With, well, it's not uh, good. Hundred points. Um, Who was last? Uh, the BBC redacted number three, uh, who got three. Or 30 points, basically. Okay. Um, I won with 550. How many people played it until the end? I don't know. <laughs> uh, possibly people who scored none in the last round um, all predicted a France win, as I did, so maybe yep. that's why. Yep, yep. But, um, yeah, I beat Mitch Smash by 100 points <sighs> and Unreal Hotspurs as well. And uh, Jack fell away. Uh, I think he spat, spat the toys out of... Yep. Sorry, he spat the dummy or threw the toys out of the pram. Because he forgot one sort oh, of yeah, set of prediction, yeah. so he didn't get any more points after that. But uh, all good fun. Well, and, congratulations. Uh, yes. Finally. Now, enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any more on the Euros before we, f- we close that door? No. Can I talk about Wales? I didn't yeah. want to. I didn't no, want to. No, uh, no I will talk about piss Wales. on your chips last no, time and, and on the day that you we got have, to your semi-final. We but have curry sauce. So. People 
don't seem to know this and, and the Guardian did it as a story about a week ago and I'd, I had this prepared for our first pod um, of the summer Go on. and it was everyone talking about how Wales you know uh, did in 1958 in their World Cup yeah. the last time they qualified yeah. and it's a story that not we, a lot of people would know we did this in the preview show I don't think I actually got to speak about it, did I? I thought you did, but um, I'm more than happy for you to... I'm going to blather on just quickly about it again then. Um, Wales didn't qualify because they finished second in their group. Yeah. There was only three teams in each group. So this is 58 years ago we're talking about. 1958, yeah. yeah. so literally 58 it years was, ago. It was, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, in Asia, Israel were drawn to play against Turkey in the first round. <laughs> yeah. Turkey refused to play in the, in the uh, Asian Conference. Yeah. So, withdrew. Yeah. So, Israel proceeded to the next round where they are drawn against Indonesia, Egypt and Sudan, with world, two teams to go through. World heavyweights yeah. in their own. Indonesia withdrew because they uh, wouldn't play Israel uh, in Israel. They wanted to play on neutral territory. Yeah. And FIFA said no. Egypt withdrew because Israel had not long before yeah. um, invaded um, you know, over Suez, over the Suez Canal. So that was left to Israel v Sudan in the next round. And uh, Sudan withdrew on political grounds. So at this stage, Israel have qualified for the tournament. Yeah. There's no one else to play. And FIFA said, you can't go through and not have played a single game. Yeah. That's for the hosts and the holders only. We're going to create a special extra round. You have to play a playoff against the UEFA runner-up. Yeah. So they draw all the runners-up out of a hat. Belgium come through. Belgium FA say, we don't want to play. So then Wales got their chance. They were drawn out yeah. second. And Wales won. We smashed them. 2 0 in both, in both games. Four, four and four nil, Tottenham's like Cliff Jones scored from one there of them. That's but that's wants. how they got there. And? And, then they, and then, when they got there, they were in with the host Sweden. Yeah. The magnificent uh, Hungary team who'd been to the um, final four years earlier, but had been stripped bare by the Hungarian Revolution of two years before. Yeah. Where a lot of their star players just went off and started playing for Spain. Yeah. The likes of Puskas. Uh, so Wales drew all three games. Had a bit of a Portugal moment and good got managed through. to wangle. They had to play an extra playoff game. Yeah. So you play against Hungary again. Yeah. And beat them. Good. And then two days later you play Brazil and lose. And Pele becomes the youngest World Cup goal scorer in that game when you lose one 0 I'm not sure what what your point is. If we look at the, a year in Welsh in Welsh sport, we've still got the most expensive player in the world. We embarrass England at their own Rugby World Cup, knocking them out in the most amazing game um, ever. And then we we get to the semi-finals of the Euros for the first time in our first tournament in fifty-eight years. Yes, well done. <laughs> you also lost to England in that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would happily lose to England again to make for, make it through to the semis and watch England embarrass it's themselves. Part of it, isn't it? I suppose you go for so many victory. Yeah, um, it was the tournament tarnished. As an England fan, by their just non-participation, really. I just I thing is you know that the, the the definition of madness being doing the same thing over and over and expecting Expect different results yeah. what do people expect from England like really what do they expect Sam Allardyce is not the answer England yeah. aren't going to get relegated from Scary, anything it? it's awful Eddie Howe would do a better job than Sam Allardyce Jack who should be here doesn't agree with me but they need someone who's going to I'd like to see him working with someone who's got a lot of experience I totally agree him and Wenger like Wenger yeah. Wenger is a dinosaur with some amazing 
intelligence and man management. He, he, he's not a modern football manager by any stretch of the imagination, but he he's got proven history. And put that with modern modern standards, and there's he how. And England would be great. Like mm-hmm. he knows some of the players. They both know some of the players. I I think it's the option. I don't think England need a Capello or you know like that when they got Capello in. That was all about getting the the taskmaster, a foreign yeah. man in. They don't need that. Like they they don't need a brand to come in and manage their brand. They need to stop stop. Stop doing that. They need to have a, a worse team and a better manager f- uh, who makes the team better. Yeah. That's what they need. How do you think the Spurs players would have been impacted by Because there was such a positivity going into it. Yeah. Um, we had five in the squad. We had five playing in, in the first 11, it would yeah. appear. Um, I don't think Rose and Walker shone. I think yeah. they were really good. Dyer was England's best player, arguably. A lot of the time, yeah. Um, who was the other one? Ali and Kane. Ali was anonymous because he was forced out of position, and um, Pot should be telling that. Kane is the worry. Kane was knackered and was played. They didn't play to his strengths at all. That's two summers running he's had tournaments. That's two full seasons he's played. Well, from the November, yeah. almost every minute he's played. He's a young man. Like it, it, it's not like you have ninety minutes and you have a rest, and you have ninety minutes. There's mental pressure. There's True. a huge amount of, and it builds up over time. Like when I was running every day, it wasn't like I just run half marathon and then go to bed and then everything would be fine. Like I would feel the effects of it the next day. Yeah. Rest is as important for building your mind and your body, and he hasn't had that. And I think. The, the idea that the whole nation was looking to him and he was asked to take corners and then score all the goals and that was bonkers wasn't it because I mean it was quite apparent early on that it didn't appear to even be strength no I mean he looked exactly as good as Christian Eriksen uh, at corners and I'm afraid that isn't a compliment no not at all <laughs> who's the last good corner taker we had I can't really it certainly wasn't Modric no he, he could never beat the first man and you think some of these people are Quality, quality players. Go on, they're paid fifty grand a week. But then there's some six foot five, seven and a half who's standing there knocking them away. So. Yeah, yeah. But I, I th- with Kane, I think, well, okay, he's just going to come back and he's going to want to score another twenty five goals in the Premier League, and he is more than capable of doing that. Well, your concern is if he ever gets a burnout injury. Yeah. Um, and well, look at Torres. Torres burnt out because in between Chelsea, uh, Liverpool and Chelsea. Like, go do yourself a favour. Go and watch. Torres, all of Torres's goals for Liverpool because he was untouchable. Like I think he was the player though who, a bit like Michael Owen, was reliant on his body absolutely as well yeah. as his ability. Absolutely. And if there was a five percent downgrade in what he could do physically, that had a massive impact. I also wonder if teams started to defend deeper, knowing how yeah. dangerous he was because a lot of his goals were scored getting in behind back. You know, back yeah. and just he was running captain, on like an exocet and finishing. He was captain of Atletico Madrid in his very early twenties, yeah. wasn't he? And he just played a huge amount of games, and it just caught up with him. You know, it, yeah. it just it. I don't know how people like Pele did it when they played for a thousand games when people were kicking them. You know, I don't That's know. That's true. Um, but I then again, I don't think they were these highly, highly, highly tuned athletes where no. they're there. That's right. Ligamented. You could play with an injury mm. more than you would you'd yeah. be found out a lot quicker mm. in, the, in this modern. Yeah. Time. Uh, so a couple of things before we start banging on uh, Spurs there's been a couple of rumours about strikers um, the first one is Janssen that looks pretty much done 18.8 yeah, he's actually here he's having his medical he's been photographed in sort of Hertfordshire Stoke North London um, today um, so yeah I think signs are very good with that he looks decent I'm excited by this and I don't want to be at all disparaging He's not our main striker. Yeah, I'm not worried that we're putting all our eggs yeah. in the basket of 
this is the guy we spent a, yeah. an enormous sum of money on. He's going to be our goal scorer. But he's there to complement Kane, and he's here, he's here to to give Absolutely. Kane a rest from time to time when he's needed one. Um, but also go on and, and be a second man up top yeah. when we need them. It's like Pav's come home. Like yeah. you're not the main man, but you can just belt in goals whenever yeah. you're on. And it so I'm excited. He scored a lot of goals. He scored for for the Netherlands as well. So yeah. he's had international recognition. But he's just and he, he's left footed and right footed. He just yeah. and he just he just does a job. So and you look at the players now that Poch is agreeing to signing. I'm sure he's involved in this. Oh, it's yeah, not, definitely. There's more thought seems to go into it than ever before. I don't think you'll see us going out and buying the best player in the Russian league because nobody yeah. has been a success having come. You know, there have been successes from Holland. There's been um, Van Perver and Suarez and Van Nistelrooy's. Equally, there have been Kejmans and Koit. was a very good hard worker. You ask any Liverpool fan, they'll talk him up, but he never scored the weight of goals that was expected of him. And, yeah. You know, he ended up playing wing back for, for the Netherlands in a World Cup and did a magnificent job. Yeah. But you know, he signed as a striker, and goal scoring's got to be what it's all about. Yeah. How about the rumor about Goetze? I mean, how excited were you? So I usually try to avoid all gossip because it, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Where it's agents playing games, and then like you get your hope up. Papers wanting to sell. Exactly. I I don't know where we play him. Like, what are we going to do with him unless he goes out wide with Lamella? It'd be the Ericsson. Well, yeah. for me, I love Ericsson. I don't, we don't need that. I don't know if he gave us enough last season. Personally, yeah. Um, you know, there are other podcasts that said a similar thing and and got sort of shot down. You listen for to it. another podcast. There is another Tottenham podcast There's out a there. Few. Yeah, yeah. But um, you know, it was one where I was like, I'm excited by this. I'm not going to, you know, think. Oh, we are going to sign him. Yeah. But there was a lot of people saying, Oh, he's not this. He's not that. Well. Two years ago, he scored the winning goal in the World, in the World Cup final. Cup. Yeah. He's got a massive money move from Dortmund, where he'd been a success, to Bayern Munich. Our opportunity to get a player of that ilk is when they're on a downward yeah, yeah. You know, curve. He's the Van der Vaart. And then he has need. his spike when he comes to Tottenham. That's the hope. Yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, you get the two years with him, maybe whatever we'd get if we get a player of that yeah. quality. And then you say, well, obviously you do deserve... If we're in Champions League every year, who knows? But you know, you want to push to win it, and he's got three options at the moment. It seems like Liverpool, Arsenal, and us. He won't get the biggest wages with us, but he'll get Champions League. Yeah. With Arsenal, he'll get Champions League, but he'll be in rotation because he's not better than Sanchez, who's one of yeah. the best players in the world for me. And he's like, there's there's a whole host of midfielders. Ramsey's obviously proved himself now, and suddenly you've got two attacking players, and then you've, there's so many there. And then you go to Liverpool, you get loads of money, but you you in the Europa League is that right Europa yes, League yeah. and he doesn't want to be in there so I think or Man United as well for the who aren't in the Champions League but, but they can offer loads of money yeah. but they're after Pogba apparently and they need the money for Pogba so I think we're a good option for him like that's where we were just talking off there about jobs and um, things like that and you, you stay where you where you got the best opportunity yeah right? and you can understand Vardy any player in the, in the past would have lapped up the opportunity of, of leaving Leicester for, for them but you know what well, he's won the Premier League with them and maybe he's seen well I don't know if I can do it yeah, the yeah. way they play there well, he's 30, 30 their football. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's getting as much money as he could ever need from Leicester because the money is not the object anymore yeah, it's, yeah. it's actually you imagine if we'd have held on to Bale oh, I mean I we, with hindsight we would all have hold, held on to Bale rather than bring in the other players that we did yeah, absolutely. because it didn't work with no. almost all of them 
but you take those chances, especially when the player's head's turned and he doesn't want to be there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, this is the evolution of football, right? But I can also see Ancelotti at Bayern Munich getting a tune out of Goetze. Oh, yeah. You know, I really can. But It was interesting what last year. The Mirror say today it's not happening anyway, but... We'll see what you happens. know, fair enough. Just it's see what happens. It was a little pipe dream for a while. It's like Rivaldo and his letter to the club saying, "Oh, you know, touched that you were interested, but I'm, you know, I'm going this way." You know. That's nice of him, isn't it? Well, I did have a question from uh, Davy Elder, the Spurs poet. Oh, love Davy Elder. Um, he's got a lovely set of um, training kit, I believe. I've been been seeing oh, his really? Twitter feed. Yeah, he's got the new training kit. Well, he's asking which three players would suit and improve Tottenham. He knows it's a Euro review, but he's missing yeah, his uh, Spurs chat. Are we talking realistic or... Oh, I think this is the realm of uh, fantasy. Fantasy. Uh, um, okay. I feel we need a right back, because I don't like Kyle Walker at all. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, not. I don't. I just don't think he suits our style. And I say Kimmich is your man for my team of the tournament. <laughs> I would take. I was going to take Kimmich. I, I, I'll take Kimmich. I I still like Darmian. He was brilliant. Yeah. At, yeah. Yeah. In the, in the first half of the season, I take him. Um, I think we need a centre back, but he's going to be third or even fourth choice because after Toby, Subian, Kevin. There is a, an element where you you don't buy a third choice player. You buy someone to improve, to improve on yeah. what you've got, and then say to Jan, I'm not expecting Toby's level to drop at all, but saying, you know, I've got to play well here. Yeah, yeah. This is up for grabs. You yeah, know, yeah. this is... Um, I, I, I'd like it. But if we got someone captain. like Sigurdsson who we'd been linked to, I, I think mean, he's... I actually thought you meant Gilfie then, and my no, heart, no. My heart oh, jumped. I love Gilfie. You know, I'd have happily kept him forever. Oh. Um, but yeah, if we got the, the Rogar Sigurdsson... He would kind of expect that that you know his place was as the the understudy guy. But yeah, that's what we tried with Basson, wasn't it? He was the new king. Yeah, and that didn't work at all. Not and the same with uh, Kulka, that was meant to happen. But we've got Carter's Vickers coming through, haven't we? Yes, Cameron Carter Vickers. But then I don't know if we've quite got the games to play them in mm. nowadays. Not another champion, not now, the Europa. Yeah. Um, so we've got your Kimmich. A centre back, maybe a Sigurdsson. I would still Stones. Let's go Stones. I think if you got we, the thing, I love because you you don't buy a player for what they've done. Stones hasn't been very yeah. good for what they're going to do, right? And Potch is a brilliant leader. He tells. He's, I, I feel I've been reading a lot about community. I've just finished the the book Legacy, which is about the All Blacks and how they create the we best. We chatted team. briefly on it last time. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Like if you want to learn about leadership and ma- and how teams win, uh, legacy. They have so much strength in depth that their second eleven would probably have got to the World Cup final last year, wouldn't they? Yeah, I think. I mean that. I know this isn't a rugby podcast, but if you look up Julian Surveyor and the try he scored against France, where he literally ran through three eighteen stone men yes. to get to the line. It, it, and the commentary on that was just fantastic. I remember it so well with the. Uh, it was the bus, wasn't it? Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, centre-back, so Sigerson, I'll take Sigerson. Yeah. And then, I mean, we're getting a striker, so I, I w- I'd be happy with a striker. I, I'd love a decent winger. I'd take Pyatt, but he's, th- he's 29, 30 now. Yeah, he's not young. Um, I'd take um, uh, Sanchez. They, the, uh, that Renato Sanchez. Yeah. By me, it just did for nigh on 50 million, though. It's a lot of money. <laughs> I'd take it. But it's fancy league, right? It's, yeah, uh, that's true. I don't know what the 1992 rules say. What would you have? <laughs> <laughs> Come back to 92, it's all about wingers and, and penalty takers. Um, I don't know. Again, Moneyball rules say don't look at a tournament and pay over the top do you for, have, a, for a player. Do you have to up the you know, Yeah, the, exactly. The all those, live, yeah. those type of players. But, um, 
I mean, if you look at a, a goal scorer like a Suarez, yeah, I mean, he's beyond the realm of possibility, but. He's um, decent in his worries. Well, might as well go Messi, the greatest yeah. player who's, who's ever lived. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I want anyone who's got tax, tax evasion issues. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Don't think we need to uh, say allegedly. I think that's quite confirmed now. But, yeah, um, but he's not going to jail for it. No, well, that's more that's old the, Spanish laws. For yeah, if you're not always it, if it's less than if you're if it's your first offence in the jail terms less than two years, it goes it's suspended until yeah. your next sentence. So we better not do anything, <laughs> <laughs> idiot. How do you not pay your tax? I guess it, your dad. Oh, I did imagine it. it's trying to it's avoid paying it rather than yeah. <laughs> refusing to buy it. Just pugging a bit away here and. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, any more? Any more questions from Twitter? I, I like these Twitter questions. No, no, they were the uh, the three. That well, I only saw it this morning. So you need to follow at underscore echoes of glory because you're in charge of that, aren't you? I am. I need you're to be a bit more active on it. But. Um, yeah, build build the brand. Build the oh. brand. Um, we're all on the Facebook page. Like we are all on the Facebook page, yeah. and that's, that's a really good place to be. Um, just search for echoes of glory. But I think it's time to end the show. And the season. And and the season. And oh, the po- will we be back? And the Come podcast. On, this is it. Confusion <laughs> yeah. As to whether we actually gave away a, a, a you know a Beatles esque message at the end there or no, in the title amazing, that could have been the last pod. Not at all. No, I'm not I intelligent enough to be. Thoroughly that, enjoyed subtle. to be able to. Uh, we'll be back to next talk year. Throughout the summer, I don't recall many other um, of the podcasts that I subscribe to carrying on through. No, no, no. Um, no. The Spurs show have tweeted a few where they did a. A few of their panellists have, have done other one, the yeah. whistleblowers. Oh, yeah, with, yeah. With um, West Ham fan Mark Webster. Yeah. Or Channel 5's Mark Webster. He seems to do <laughs> yeah. all, all American sports. <laughs> no, it's, we it's good. We'll do a season preview, which is only a few weeks away, really. Uh, uh, the one thing I noticed that wasn't on the agenda was the kits. new kits. Presumably, saving it for the kit special. No, let's do it. <laughs> we can do um, a kit special if you yeah, want. Yeah, they were all announced on I Friday, love the mustard one, the whole... Get a lot the, of people I don't I went, get it the first tweet I saw of that was in a quite different lighting environment oh, yeah. and it really looked yellow and I was very excited about that um, but yeah I like the style I don't like the colour of that if they had that in white that sort of the lines down the front yeah, I even think there were too many pinstripes for a Tottenham home shirt ok if it was okay. more spread out it might be nice ok I like the home kit not a big fan of the neckline on it I like a no, neck no, it's weird, that's a it? sort of botched V-neck yeah, it's got yeah. a sort of bit of material across it I don't have a problem with the, the blue sort of orange letters on the back I like that I think on the letters orange oh I've not seen that I think the letters are orange on the back when and does orange come into it that? It's, it, well, it's, it's, it's orange trim isn't it that's gold isn't it surely I'm, I'm thought it was orange oh, anyway uh, I'm pretty sure it, it well, whatever that colour is better, personally, yeah. I'm a fan of navy socks if it was good mm. enough for the double side it's good enough for me <laughs> I don't have a problem with that I like that um the, the second kit is the navy and gold trim yeah maybe I'd have liked to have seen that in, in white they've gone a lot down this gold route oh right yeah yeah but yeah. we're going to have white shorts white socks for Europe so why not have the reverse of the home kit yeah for me makes and sense and I don't like a round neck I don't know why a sport should be played with a v-neck yeah, shirt I'll take that it's more breathable I find it more breathable yeah yeah definitely but I'm a fat lad so <laughs> asthma can't breathe so <laughs> I've uh, seen a lot worse. There, there are three a lot worse interesting kits. Interesting kits. Yeah. And not in a wacky. Especially, you know. Under Armour's last go. They could have just well, gone. Yeah, two I mean, that's five years now of Under Armour. And I really only loved one of the home kits. And that was the one that had the sort of baseball style collar. Which um, one? And turquoise Hewlett Packard in the middle. Sandro. That's what. Sandro. Sandro, and, and yeah. For Tongan's first season. Yeah, yeah. I know you uh, are. I, I was a big are. fan of that one, but not yeah. so much the other four. 
it's, it's okay. It's I, my, my thing is now, I look at them and go, that could have been a lot worse. Yeah. And that's a sad thing. Yeah, the but belt. If rumours are to believe we're going to Nike, and I think they've just had a disastrous tournament of design wise. Yeah. Um, they like everyone a template, don't they? has this one template. Yeah. And their argument is, and I can, can understand it, is that this is the ultimate, this is everything we've got to give to you at the moment. And we're giving it to all the teams. Yeah. So it's not bespoke designs. Yeah, yeah. It's not. We're better but than that. You don't change the you know the shorts and socks colour. Yeah, yeah. You know, England should always wear white navy and white. Yeah. You don't say white shirts, white shorts, and navy socks. Yeah. You know, Br- Brazil were the only ones that managed to get that template and hold on to their, um, you know, natural right, colours. I'm with you. But I'm with UEFA you. still have this obsession with light and dark kits and contrast. No, they're idiots. They must. I'm, I may be misjudging this, but I don't think colour blindness is such a big problem in, in, in football spectating and with 4 you know D television now or 4K televisions I should say yeah, HD say 4D, yeah. technology I don't think we've, we're having the same problems that team no you know, people had in black and white no for those watching black and white Spurs are in yellow they're still <laughs> working in media I know yeah. there's still 16,000 black and white TV licences in the UK that's what, incredible why and of course if that's your second telly you, you're covered under your main telly's license anyway yeah so it, it's just a, but then but then not, growing up the first television I got to have in my room was the black and white portable and that's so. fine but we're into 2016 yeah, now you know that was a long time ago <laughs> yeah. you're right um, cool anymore it's been a pleasure mate it's, all, mate, it's always a pleasure and uh, it's quite nice with that Jack he can, uh, he can go, <laughs> go shove it we're missing Abbas it's his birthday today happy we should say birthday, birthday. Happy bir- and, and I forgot to say last week is that what you're going to say no no last week it was uh, Javad's birthday and it was on the agenda but I forgot I to say it so say uh, sorry so. mate you are obviously a friend of the show um, part of the family part of the family massive part of the family and obviously to Abbas who's a ridiculous man <laughs> <laughs> he's just a ridiculous a pure man, man. We love <laughs> he's a pure batsman um, with a massive gambling problem which is what we've learned yeah but then he has some really odd bets like I'm sure he was just I'll oh, tick this tick this tick that and he got a, a, a he got 125, 125 to, one, to 1 which was someone to get a card some an Iceland defender to get a yellow card a certain number of throw-ins somebody to score and, an and he didn't even know he'd had the bet <laughs> no. and it came in I mean I've had a rubbish tournament I, I do one pound bets pretty much that's it yeah. I had a fiver that's the biggest bet I did on Belgium to win um, because there was no value I predicted yeah. France um, but, but yeah I'd just gone uh, for a bit of value somewhere else but yeah I might have spent 30 quid over the whole tournament all gone and all, de- all gone really all gone just bad <laughs> just bad <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just want to go through our pre-tournament predictions though oh yeah um, so we had myself you Jack all predicted France win so Obviously, close that came in Abbas said Belgium Dan in Australia had Germany um, for the number of goals in the tournament, um, a few went high. What was the final tally? Was it goal? Let me have a look. I don't know. Euros. You went 105. I went 117. Abbas 122. Jack 124. Dan a very optimistic 142. 51 matches played. Yeah. 108 goals. 108. So you were the closest. Come on. With 105. Uh, Dower. <laughs> but yeah, top goal scorer Jack went for Griezmann so fair play Jack fair play Jack the only accurate or truly 100% accurate I mean you went for Kane I went for Muller that's no goals Kane's between them embarrassment isn't it Abbas went for Batshoi <laughs> got one. a couple of goals for Bella oh yeah who's gone to so, China 
Have you yeah, seen that? wow, for that's loads of But twelve mil for a thirty-year-old player who doesn't really do it for him, and they've got Charlie Austin. So, and he's now going to play up front with Papi Cisse, who's signed for that club. Oh my goodness! From Newcastle, decent. We're in for Rinaldum. Yeah, again, that's but Newcastle won twenty-five million for him, and it's he's decent. Jog on. He's okay, and he's got Premier League experience. He was their best player last year, but it's hard to to argue you can you want twenty-five million for a guy who's you know in a relegated side. I've got some really good stats on the UEFA website. Goals per game. France at 1.86. Belgium 1.8. Wales at 1.67. Top scorer Griezmann. Um, assists Hazard and Ramsey. Top speed Kingsley Coleman at 32.8 kilometres <laughs> an hour. Who ran the furthest or average? Uh, Is that going to be on there? Because that always seems to come up as a stat these days in, in European League games. I or, don't have it. Uh, UEFA games. You know, um, distance okay. covered. Performance. Here we go. Performance. Uh, crossing, passing, passing. I don't have it. This is boring. This is just me. Yeah, I mean, passing doesn't really count for a lot if it's between the back four. No. Or three, five, two appeared to be the uh, the, the tournament. Um, wow. Um, formation. Loric Canna, uh, who Albania, p- former uh, Sunderland player. One red card, two yellow cards, forty-three minutes of play. <laughs> And Dragovic, one red card, two yellow cards, four fouls committed, 156 minutes. That's quite an achievement. It's decent, isn't it? Um, anyway, right, let's end, end this shower. Uh, mate, a pleasure as always. And you, thank uh, you. Thank you for listening. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. Don't forget, the future's bright, the future's lily white. Come on, you Spurs. Aussies knees have gone all trembly And the Tim requires assembly Danny Montlower Local boy Ledley King Greavesy scoring everything Glenn Hoddle Chrissy Waddle Lee Young Pyo Casey Keller USA Woodgate is not fit to play Tramatini Cudicini Freddie Canute Gary Mabbitt in Chilin Sergi Rembo for the win Run for me for three stout Terry Heroes in white and blue We've all loved you since 1882 Even when I'm feeling grey Despite the tears and pain I go to White Hart Lane Lineker playing fair Modric here there everywhere Pat Jennings luscious hair Super Vertonghen Avliachenko number nine Nine from the halfway line Villas running 81 Under Twin Towers Transfer steals. Harry Redknapp steals on wheels. Legend Steve Perryman, MBE. Hugo Loris, clean sheet. Ball at Stefan Dalmatti. I'm playing at White Hart Lane, Nicola Bertie. Heroes in white and blue. This one's for Billy Nick. His football did the trick. He showed the world what Spurs could do. The League and Cup we won in 1961. Aaron Lennon's line green shoes Gareth Bailey used to lose Alan Hart and Wheel knew his passport said to Spain Berbatov turn and strop Hartsey saving from the spot Beach Chelsea at Wembley we lifted the League Cup Maradona 
is a spur We're the football connoisseurs Chaz and Dave's got me raised Chirpy the cockerel Mendes shoots from halfway Carol pummeling the same Clattenburg Waterberg doesn't give the goal Abizela's work of art Tricky Rafa van der Vaart He's got no head We don't care Martin Martin Yo Lily White's from White Hart Lane Reto Ziegler sounded just like Ziegler Getting to the grounds of pain Getting nasty blisters down the Seven Sisters Teddy into Equalise Ginger Pele in disguise People speak of the technique that Jason Dozel lacked Jamie Redknapp on TV We love Alan Mullery Raziak, don't come back Andersimovic Crenshaw substitution Tom Hardlister's distribution Jermaine Defoe, he's Cisco He's linguistic skills Scott Parker could not try harder Danny Rose is 30 yarder Darren Bent's headed wide Sandra could have scored that Heroes in blue and white We sold Zakora and we dropped Zamora Spurs make my dark days bright But it makes me sad The Steger was so bad Bobby Keane in the box Edgar David, Dreadlocks, Palacios, Stripey Socks, Everson, Hattrick, Dave Mackay picking fights, European Glory Knights, Terry Dyson go on my son, Cliff Jones on the wing. Dean Richards, John White, Legendary Lily White, How dare S for Who dare is to do? Clive Allen, Paul Allen, Joe Allen, Les Allen, Rory Allen, Russell Allen, Allen Gilsey. White on Lane, Kazuyuki Soda, Bentley's free kick over. We treat Judas with disdain. His transfer was a farce, so shove him up your ass. And Liam Walker's page to go. That's Gomez made super saves, he can shag my wife Edrington loved the cookies Andy Reid loved the cookies Star Wars music and some Wookiees right before the game Heroes in blue and white When I feel depressed in Cochinola undressed Point won't give up the fight Fox never quits, you can be sure of it Robinson's long shot AVB's deep spot David Howe's on the prowl in the FA Cup Andy Sinton's England call Michael Brown starts a brawl Peter Crouch, eight foot tall Jürgen Klinsmann's dive Some Wenger's dodgy vision Howard Webb's bad decision Raman Vega playing Sega Sandro's Kung Fu kick Eric Torsten looking spell Espen Barson Leonard and Smith and Shippers Bound to score Give me more and more and more Heroes in white and blue We love to win style We've done it for a while It's better to rain playing high Then our football story Will echo with glory Lily White and White are made if the budget allows, the anchor will be ours. Thanks, Dave Hudson, 44. If he were here, we'd buy the boy a beer. Heroes in white and blue. This one's for Billy Nick, his football did the trick. He showed the world what's best to do. The League and Cup we won in 1961. Heroes in white and blue. We've all loved you since 1882. Tears and pain, I go to White Hot Lane Heroes in white and blue We like to win in style, we've done it for a while It's better to aim playing high Then our football story will